0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Health Coach Careers Podcast. If you're thinking about becoming a health coach, don't forget to download my free health coach decision kit to help you decide if health coaching is the right next step for you. Download the decision kit at wellpreneur.com slash decision kit. You're listening to the Health Coach Careers podcast brought to you by Wellpreneur. Learn what it's really like to be a health coach in these interviews with real, successful health coaches. These interviews originally aired on the Wellpreneur podcast, and they're hosted by me, Wellpreneur founder Amanda Cook. I hope they give you inspiration and insight into planning your own health coaching career. Are you thinking about becoming a health coach? I know it's a big decision. I know I had a lot of questions, fears, and excitement when I took the leap to become a health coach while I was still working full-time. That's why I've created a free health coach decision kit to help you decide if it's the right next step for you. Download the decision kit at wellpruner.com slash decision kit. Well, hello, Wellpreneurs, and welcome back to another episode of the Wellpreneur Online Podcast. I'm really happy that you're here. This week, I'm talking to Jen Morris from Urban Detox Club. Urban Detox Club is an online food-based program to help you lose weight and create a healthy lifestyle. But the reason that I really wanted to talk to Jen is because her business works a little bit differently than a lot of the other entrepreneurs I've talked to. So Jen's program is online, but her marketing and how she finds most of her clients is through old-fashioned in-person networking and referrals. And why I really like this is because it shows you that while you're building your online business, Even if you don't have a lot of people on your email list, you don't have a social media presence, you can still start enrolling people in your online programs and really building momentum there and generating revenue. So this whole podcast and this interview with Jen really made me think, you know what, there's no excuses, really. Like, we just keep coming up with excuses. I know we all do. We get down on ourselves and and come up with reasons why this isn't going to work for us. You know, my list isn't big enough. Oh, when I get 100 people on my email list or when I have 1,000 people on my email list or... When I get more followers, you know, there's always these excuses that we can wait to start our online programs and start to build the business that we really are dreaming about. And what my conversation with Jen showed was that really they are excuses and we just need to start, fake it till you make it, like Jen says, and just really get out there and start building your business and getting people into your programs. So in my conversation with Jen today, we're going to talk a lot about networking. And I know networking is scary. A lot of us have a lot of hesitations and and yeah it's scary to go into a room of people you don't know and she feels that way too and she talks about how when you're really clear on your vision for your business it really helps you get out of your own way and just push through the fear because you're working for something bigger than yourself I love that so we talk a lot about networking referral partners how to make partnerships how people in other industries can be some of your best source of referrals Jen also used to be an actor before she was a health coach and she t- shares an improv theater trick that she's used to do networking and, and get some good partnerships. And then towards the end of the podcast, we really get into how to take an existing program like the health coaching program Jen used to use with her clients in person and how to convert that so that it works online. And finally we cover something that I think a lot of us have experienced. I know I have, which is how not to waste time building an online program that nobody wants. Raise your hand if you've been in that situation, right? Where you've you've created what you think is the ultimate program and spent all these hours and days creating this program and then nobody buys it. So we talk about how to avoid that. So it's a really good interview. I think you're really going to enjoy it. But before that, I want to give a few shout outs to people that have been leaving me reviews and ratings on iTunes. I really appreciate it. As you know, that is the number one best way to help me reach other people uh, and reach new well printers to, to discover how valuable these interviews are. Cause I love doing these interviews and I want to share them with as many people as possible so thank you to angela bryant who said these podcasts are just the right length to take on my run and i can still feel like i'm working and learning at the same time as exercising and then curious handmaid said this is a brilliant inspiring podcast friendly chatty and super informative thanks so much And finally, Joe Casey said, I've really enjoyed listening to this podcast. The interviews are great and it's filled with useful information. Great stuff. So thank you so much for a shout out. And if you haven't already, I'd love it if you'd hop over to iTunes and just leave me a little rating and review and I'll give you a shout out too. Okay, so let's just jump into this interview with Jen. Well, hi, Jen. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. I was really excited to talk to you today because I think your business, the Urban Detox Club, is a bit different than some of the other people I've been talking to because you do this really cool hybrid of a great online program, but then also combining it with physical products and some in-person networking and community building that way. So I think it's a really interesting
1: model that I think my the audience will be really, really interested in. <laughs> great. Well, I'm looking forward to sharing oh. and hopefully giving some new ideas to I everyone mean, who's listening. Yeah. So
0: people that aren't familiar with you, I always just like to start off, if you could give like a two-minute overview of, of yourself and your business and kind of where you're at now,
1: that'd be Absolutely. Helpful. Yeah. So, you know, I, I live in New York City and I moved here about seven and a half years ago. Time flies. And I actually moved to the city because I was an actor, I did a lot of work in the Washington, D.C. area for a couple of years and then went on the road with a tour for a year. And then the next, you know, um, natural move was... New York City. But along the way, I really kind of let my health take a backseat. I Living on the road for a year was just really hard on my body. I had an injury. I was eating horrible food, you know, three meals a day. It all kind of caught up to me. I found myself in this city and I was um, just not feeling good at all. And I was really, at the time, probably about 24, 25 years old. And so I knew I needed to kind of start making some changes, but I think I found myself in that kind of conundrum that a lot of people do of looking at all these various different diets and everything out there and just not knowing where to turn. Fortunately, a part-time job actually led me to a great community. I was started working for a corporate healthcare company. So I was meeting a lot of different people in you know, kind of alternative medicine, acupuncturists and so on and so forth. And then started to just kind of get myself Permission to explore and try some new things. Um, I also met a wonderful couple who were reps for a nutrition company called Shackley, and they introduced me to some great products and just getting some good supplements in my diet. You know, I was able to kind of get off of my soda habit and, and just it all sort of just like was this amazing positive Donimo effect. That led me to Institute for Integrative Nutrition and had heard about it. And finally, when I heard um, it was last year for their live program, I jumped on it and kind of just went into it, not really knowing what I wanted to do, but knew that I, you know, was ready to sort of take my kind of future to the next step. And when I graduated from there, I had a private practice. I also was a rep with Shackley and I had these two, you know, programs running that were actually both successful. I was doing well. I, I would have been, you know, average of maybe 12 clients a month or something like that. And so on paper, it seemed like I was very successful, but I was a little, I was a lonely. <laughs> I wasn't mm. you know, really interacting with a lot of people outside of my clients. And B, I was looking for a way to just sort of work smarter. I think we're all trying to find ways to work smarter. Um, so I had developed this kind of food-based cleanse for a client in private practice. She had great results. I started to modify it for other clients and found it was just a really a great first step for people to be able to take, to help them start to shed some light onto just kind of some natural, easy ways they could improve their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And then I met my business partner, Rebecca Sadek. She also went to IIN. We were introduced through a colleague and we both had a really similar kind of vision of what we wanted our our future to be. We got along very well. She started to work with me on some other things I was doing. And we just finally kind of realized like we got to, you know, partner up, work together. And that's really about two years ago was the impetus for launching Urban Detox Club. Right.
0: Okay. And so Urban Detox Club, because I was looking at your website, which is great, by the way. Thank you. Uh, it looks like you have different kind of detoxes that people can join that are online. So that you work with clients remotely, and then you also do like organic meal delivery.
1: Yeah. So basically there's sort of three things that we offer our clients, and we have a 12-day and a 30-day detox. And it is, we work virtually with our clients. So we work with people all over the country. In the States. And then we do have a boutique meal delivery component that we offer um, just really in the Manhattan, um, certain parts of Brooklyn, Queens. And that's really for the client who's, you know, obviously looking to really have a lot more just done for them. You know, a lot of busy corporate business owners or busy Mm -hmm. parents. And so that's definitely a smaller piece of our business. And the majority of it is people who are looking to kind of either kickstart a new lifestyle, a weight loss program, or need a refresher you know, we work with on our 12 or 30-day program. Well, one of the reasons
0: I really wanted to have you on is because you've got a successful business, obviously, and you, you've got lots of clients going through the, these online programs that you've got, but actually your social media presence isn't huge. And okay. I don't say that, I mean, don't take that as that <laughs> bad That's okay. <laughs> it's just, and I think that's exactly why I wanted you to come on and talk because I, I think a lot of the people listening are in a position where they know that they can deliver a great health coaching program and get clients or get good results for their clients, but they're just starting out online. And you've kind of shown that you don't necessarily need a huge following in order to to grow a successful business. So can you kind of talk a bit about how you started out and how you got clients into your funnel and, and how the online piece fits into that.
1: You know, I'm sure everyone who's listening realizes that the online world is daunting. The social media, there's just so, I feel, I mean, I'm, I'm young on paper. I'm 32. And sometimes I feel like my grandmother because I can't even keep <laughs> up with all of these different gadgets and apps and gizmos. And it can be overwhelming, especially for a small business owner, because we become very aware that there's a lot of competition out there, you know, which is great in the health and wellness industry. I think that's a beautiful thing because there are so many people in need of what we do. So people, need options. We definitely are looking to grow our social media presence a lot. We we realize that's something that we need to put some more attention on, but really, you know, I'm a big believer, especially in the wellness world, as I like to call it, that people are really seeking a relationship and they are seeking, you know, trust in who they're spending their money and their time with. So when I, you know, first started my business is either with the product end of what I do and also when I was in private practice, it really started from, you know, having a good networking group that I've been a part of for five years, like every Wednesday morning I'm at a networking group like clockwork, 7 a.m., <laughs> bright and early. A lot of different professionals. That's how Rebecca and I, my co founder, were introduced. We were both in different networking groups, and a, and a woman who, an amazing colleague of mine, Gretchen, who sells carpet, was, you know, thought, hey, these two should meet. And so it's amazing how just uh, one person can make a huge impact in your life. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, you know, that's not going to happen from having 10,000 people on Twitter, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So I really firmly believe that regardless of the kind of business that, you know, you want to grow, whether it is strictly online, whether it is some um, FaceTime one-on-one, um, whatever that is. I think the very backbone of it does need to come from relationships. And I think that, you know, obviously a great way to do that is is sort of FaceTime and, and one-on-one because they become your clients. And also, you know, I have a lot of people who are some of my best, I call them my virtual sales force. And they're people who haven't even necessarily done the program, you know, but they know me, they like me, they trust me, and they're willing to refer you know, friends and family to me. And, mm-hmm. and then that grows and that grows. And whether they like us on Facebook or not doesn't mean that they're not out there actively referring people to us. So.
0: Right. That's such a great thing to talk about referrals, actually, because that's a really when you hear about something like just on social media, you might think, oh, that's just a sales pitch. But if you hear about it from a friend or relative, then it carries so much more weight because you trust that person. Yeah. I mean, what do you do to get referrals? You know, how do you keep in touch with these people or what do you Do you tell them, do you send them like to your website and tell them what you do or how do you get them to refer for
1: you? You know, I remember I was, I was it's was funny because when we were, when you and I were corresponding, Amanda, about, you know, what we were going to be talking about on this, I sort of started to think back and I was like, how did all this come to be? It really boils down to just starting to have conversations with people, letting people know what you're up to. And, you know, when I first started to partner with my brand partner, with the, the product line I work with, Shackley, it really just started by just letting people in my inner circle know what I was up to. And some people were interested, some people weren't, and you you can't, worry about not everyone's gonna be into what you're doing but the few people the the people who are will will exactly like you said like pay it forward. They'll they'll say, hey, my friend Jen's doing this. And I know, I remember you saying you were looking to lose some weight or, you know, whatever that is. And I think the great thing about wellness as well is that people can literally become visual, you know, walking billboards for what you do with them. And not necessarily always a weight loss perspective, but, you know, a lot of what we help people with the skin and, mm-hmm. and just energy and people can sense that. And, mm-hmm. and for me, when I first started to dive into all this, I went through a huge transformation and people were literally asking me what I was doing because I looked so different. And I looked so much healthier. And that's been a huge part of my story. So a lot of it's just in the beginning, really a willingness to kind of just set aside the idea that oh, I don't want to sell anything to anybody. I don't want people to feel imposed upon because if you're going to run a small business and hopefully someday a huge business, you have to get the word out, and no one's going to do that for you except you first. Mm-hmm. So it started with that, you know, working with my inner circle, and then I joined a networking group, which is definitely a time and a, and a financial commitment for sure. But it's been a huge piece of my revenue because every week I get to educate people about what I do. They, you know, do the program. Some of them they get up and share their experience. So it, it's really been a huge piece of it. And then obviously things like you know, meetups. And, you know, I have a lot of moms who, who I work with and some of our coaches, some of the coaches for us are moms and they go to mom groups, new mom groups and meetups. And it doesn't mean that you're in there just like you were saying that sometimes if you see something online, you assume it's just a sales pitch and it Mm -hmm. can be the same thing in person. You can't go into a conversation wanting to sell, you know, like that idea, but it is the intention to educate people about what you're doing and look for an opportunity to work with them. Mm -hmm. And that has to be kind of at the front of your mind. So this
0: isn't, this isn't really an online question, but I know a lot of people have like fears around networking and really are terrified about what you said you do every week, which is go in to a networking event at seven o'clock in the morning and chat with people and and tell them what you do. So do you have any tips about how to do networking from a really authentic place, but still make it effective?
1: Yeah, that's a really, that's a great point because I, I'm a big believer in fake it till you make it. (laughs) You know, I am someone the same way. I don't love going to events where I don't know anybody. I don't, it's funny, I come from an acting background and I am more comfortable getting up and singing in front of 400 people than I am walking into a group <laughs> of people who I don't know and having to like get to know them. So I, I totally hear you. Everyone has to really start by getting really, really clear on like what their vision is and what their goal is. Because I think when you really know what that life is that you want to create for yourself, that it's easy to sort of set aside the fear, whether that's fear of networking, whether that's fear of quitting your day job, whether that's fear of asking for the sale from a potential client, whatever that is. Because if you don't really know like what you want out of all of this, then you're probably going to find a lot of excuses to avoid mm-hmm. you know uncomfortable situations um, versus you know leaning into them. But I think specifically when it comes to networking, I mean, you know, for me, I was introduced to the group through a girl I was actually in a show with years ago. So it definitely helped to like have somebody there to kind of introduce me to some people. So I think if you're someone listening and you're like, oh, I do want to join, you know, some sort of a networking group or a meetup, you know, I really encourage you to, you know, do your homework ahead of time and sort of find a couple of good possibilities and then reach out to like the president of the group or someone who's on a membership committee or someone who's, a, you know, if it's a meetup, whoever the organizer is, and, you know, just ask them, say, hey, could we jump on the phone so I can get to know you a little bit before I come to the group to learn a little bit more about what it's, what's going on and who who comes and what to expect so that you have a little more idea of like what you're walking into. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can definitely be helpful. And then just know that I think, honestly, everyone starts there. I mean, in my group, I remember walking in for the first time and it was a lot of older guys who were lawyers who who were successful business owners, who were successful salesmen. And I was just this little seedling, you know, business owner. (laughs) But you can look at that and be afraid, or you can look at it and see an opportunity and also see kind of, I let it inspire me because I looked at all these people who had created success in a totally different field in a big city with a lot of competition. And I was like, let me use this as a way to really get to know what they've done to be successful. And there are a lot of people out there who are willing to sit down and share with you what what they've done and to really kind of, you know, mentor you. And so it's really important.
0: That's such a great point because I think, you know, it's really comfortable to surround yourself with other coaches that are kind of at the same place you are, like Mm -hmm. all of you just starting out. But actually, it's really important to start, you know, making connections with people that are those few steps ahead of you because they're the ones that can really like, you know, point out where you might be hitting a snag or like just give you a bigger vision for yourself even. So I think that's going to a networking group like that is really key.
1: And you make a good point too. Two other tiny things to touch on here is one is my networking group, there really wasn't anyone else in health and wellness in there. Some of my best referral partners have been people in completely other, you know, worlds, attorneys, title insurance, like things that I don't even know anything about have become my best referral sources. Mm. So that's one thing. Don't feel like you have to go to a group where there's only people in holistic medicine, you know? And the other thing is, I think sometimes we worry about collaborating with other people that are health coaches because we feel like, oh, there's competition and like they might try to go after my people and that kind of thing. We found as as obviously in Rebecca and my case, you know, I could have said when Gretchen said, hey, Jen, I have this great girl who's also an IIN grad that you should meet. I could have said, oh, well, she does what I do. So how is she going to benefit me? Mm. And said, no, you know. But instead I was like, yeah, sure, I'm always willing to have a cup of tea or coffee with anybody. So like, of course. And I just think about what my life would be like had I not said yes to that conversation, had Rebecca not said mm-hmm. yes to that conversation. So there's a, there's kind of a rule um, in, if anyone listening knows improv, you know, like improv theater, you always say, yes, yes. And, and I'm not saying like someone comes to you and says, let's partner together. Like, yes, you know, because obviously there's more involved, but when it comes to introductions and conversations with people, like that will be the backbone of your business. So mm. just be open to it. We are huge on collaboration at Urban Detox Club and we have, you know, a partner program, an affiliate program. We have um, other coaches who work with us and they have their own private practice and they work with us and we embrace that because there is room for everybody. And I think the way we can all be more successful is by being a little more cultivating of one another's businesses.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. That's great. And I love the idea of saying yes and yes. Let's see that opportunity and see where it can go. Like just be open to the possibility. I love that. Okay. So let's switch gears a little bit and back to online, which is what I like to talk about. I'm wondering when you shifted from doing your personal coaching or your one-on-one coaching to doing these online programs, did you have to Were there changes you had to make to the program or, I mean, how did you make that shift?
1: It was interesting because we actually found that a lot of our clients, well, when I was in private practice, I dealt with a lot of cancellations. You know, I'd be on my way to like meet with a client and they would cancel because I got stuck in a meeting. So really for me, it wasn't even something I... Thought too much about was because I just thought it was more convenient for someone to be able to just get on the phone, you know, um, or write an email than have to show up somewhere. Part of it's knowing your audience because some people really do want to work very closely with you and see you on a you know week to week basis. Maybe if you're in a small town or something more suburban, that's more of a, you know a possibility. In New York City, it just wasn't like what people wanted. People don't have time to be getting up from lunch to run to you know a meeting. So that was the piece of it. You know, what What we did, because we do believe in, in having a fully realized program and a lot of support is our programs get, you still get a coach, you know, you still get phone calls, you get email support. And then we do, you know, all sorts of other kind of add-ons um, from daily emails to um, a fully thought out program and materials that we email to clients and everything. So, you know, we definitely built out a lot more of that kind of piece of it. But we are constantly evolving the program based on feedback. And we did a, a focus group recently with some of our clients. And, and what we really found actually was that people really loved the program the way it was. And we didn't have to change that much, which was really nice. But we were very open to their ideas and took some of those ideas and are you know making some enhancements to the program. And I think we, we pack a lot of value into the program. And we still have set it at a price point that makes it realistic for people, you know, from all walks of life. So the only really different piece is that I'm personally able to work with more people on a regular basis because I'm not running around the city from client to client. And we can work with people over the country. And I love that piece of it.
0: So if somebody listening is intrigued by creating an online program, like an online detox, for example, a month-long challenge or something like that, what is some advice for where they could get started or or what some of the things they should think about when they're getting started?
1: You know, I like to tell people that nothing's ever going to be completely like perfect. You just have to start. (laughs) So. I think that oftentimes we think we have to build every single piece out before we can market a program. And I think that your first thing should be like if you want to do some sort of January challenge, you know, New Year's challenge that's online, and maybe it is just through Facebook or something, you know, simple, you know, and that's one piece of it. You know, start small. You don't need to like go out and spend $5,000 building a website. You know, when you don't even have any clients, when nobody knows that you're even a health coach, you know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, you got to start by just giving the word about what you're doing and then just start, pick a date, be like, Hey, I'm going to do this program. It's going to kick off January 6th and it's going to be 14 days long and blah, 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 and then start marketing it. And then obviously when you get people signing up for it, it's going to light a fire under you to build a (laughs) great program. So, but I also use it as a time, you know, to ask people like, Hey, these are some ideas, you know, take a couple people aside that you trust. And, and you like and that would want to work with you and, and just say, I'd love to kind of pick your brain. I have a couple different ideas floating around, but I want to make sure that it's going to be something that is going to appeal to people like you. So what would you look for? What's the price point you would want? You know, That's I'm not saying like undersell yourself, yeah. but do the field research first because The last thing you want to do is spend hours and hours and a lot, a lot of money building something and then realizing, oh, nobody wants to do this or this is not my target market. So you have to be really clear on your target market and then, you know, do a little bit of field research. I think, honestly, that's the first step, because even if you have a great idea, like, great. So have this great idea. And then get a little focus group together and be like, hey, mm-hmm. this is what I'm thinking. Like, what do you think? Because people are going to see things that you are so attached to that you don't see them for what they are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. We were thinking about doing some major changes to our program. And thank goodness we had this focus group that said, like, actually, no, I wouldn't like that at all. You know, <laughs> and it was unanimous across the board. Everyone was there. It was like, no, I actually love the way you do it this way because X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, thank goodness. It would have cost us a lot of money and a lot of time. And so we're like, OK, great. We, we can spend our time on other things we don't have to do that so that would be honestly my first stop, my first piece of advice.
0: Yeah, I think that's so tempting, especially if we're doing things online to just, you know, you sit in your office in front of your computer and you're just thinking about all this stuff and you're so stuck in your head, but actually you need to get out and just ask people.
1: Absolutely. It's really simple. Just ask them. Absolutely. And oh, right develop right the relationships because if you are only spending time in front of your computer, your revenue is not going to grow. Your income will not grow. I can, mm-hmm. I can guarantee you have to be out there having meetings and talking to people. And I don't care where that is. It can be at the gym. It can be at a coffee shop. It can be at your kid's PTA meeting. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. It just, you have to be out there seeing people. Again, some people would disagree with me. There are definitely online marketing, you know, experts and stuff out there. But even they'll tell you that I've, you know, taken some classes and done a lot of business coaching and stuff that it, it boils down to relationships, you know, mm. at the end of the day. And if you're able to create those, being home all the time, great, power to you. I'd love to hear <laughs> an interview with that person.
0: <laughs> but even uh, online, yeah, I mean, it is but, totally yeah. all about relationships and even online you can't just sit there I mean you have to be actively creating relationships with people online even whether that's through social media or doing comments or sending them emails or doing Skype I mean you still yeah ultimately it's all why
1: we have it we're out so much doing things all the time that we probably why our social media presence isn't as big as it is because that's like another (laughs) job that that I just like can't bite off right now so (laughs) yeah
0: but you know you got got to also look at your business I think and see what's working and for you, this is working now. So it's like, do more of what's working. And if this is working, and exactly. you just go yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's a great point. Yeah.
0: So, do you have any, just as we're kind of getting to the end here, do you have any favorite tools or resources that you love and you could share? Like, websites or
1: apps or software? You know, I did do Marie Forleo's B-School, which was really great. I think that if someone's out there looking, you know, to do some sort of a program that helps them, you know, if you're really, really new to business and you need some ideas on things, you know, to do some research, there's a lot of great companies and great coaches out there. Even just her website is great, MarieForleo.com. Mm. And, and I don't I don't know her, you know, I'm not one of her bastards or anything, just I haven't <laughs> really thought about this part of the conversation. But I was watching one of her videos yesterday and they're funny and they're, really good pieces in there about everything from business partnerships, and relationships and customers to self-care and and sanity. So that can be really good. So that's a big one. Other than that, I mean, the only other thing I'll say is that I really, you know, as we mentioned a little bit, I do have a product line I work with and a program. And I I think it's really imperative for coaches to have um, multiple streams of of income and multiple options for for clients. And that's been a huge piece of my story and, and my success because I don't feel like I ever, you know, leave money on the table. Um, I'm able to sort of be one-stop shopping. So I really encourage people to kind of explore, you know, that piece of it too, and and do it with caution because there's obviously a lot of not great things out there and a lot of hype and stuff like that. But, you know, I think that's a powerful piece. And maybe for you, that's even like an e-cookbook or some sort of product that you create yourself. You know, still important to have some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think the only other thing I'd say is just like 101, like don't do what Jen did. I'll say um, is, you know, <laughs> there are a couple of things that I think you do need to do right out of the right out of the gate. I think like a business checking account, little things. Like it's so easy in the beginning to run your business through your personal account, and it's a mess, and your account will hate you. So, <laughs> so like don't do that. You know, get a business checking account. Like do that research, find a good one, separate your expenses. Even if you have a business that's bringing in a thousand dollars a year right now like do it because honestly like when you start to grow it'll be the last thing that you want to have to go and like rethink and restart so there are just little things like that and that i have you know i've kind of learned the hard way <laughs> yeah that's great that's really good advice fundamental but save yourself a lot yeah, yeah, other than that, right? no, yeah. i mean instagram all those other things are things that i'm on and and you know we'll be doing more of and yeah. and whatever and stuff like that but i can't think of anything that No, that's great. That's great. Thank you. So, so what's next for you? What exciting are you working on? We have some exciting things. Our two-year anniversary is coming up in February, so we're putting we're kind of working on some things for that, which will be revealed. You know, we did recently officially launch a partner program, an affiliate program, and we are always looking to talk to other certified coaches, you know, nutrition professionals who might be looking to kind of join our community. So you can definitely anyone listening, if that's interesting, feel free to check out our website, orvindietoxclub.com, and if anything resonates with you feel free to drop us a line and we're always wanting to have a conversation so that's been kind of a big piece where we're looking to develop an alumni support website in the new year that's a place where everyone who's done our program can still have a, a spot to go for such support, a good recipes. Idea. yeah so all of that's on the burner um mm-hmm. some things boiling some things not even you know still cold but <laughs> but that's kind of the next the next phase. So well, that's great. Well thanks so much Jen. And just say again where everyone can find you if they want to get in touch. Sure. It's urbandetoxclub.com. And you can also feel free to email me directly at Jen one N J E N at urbandetoxclub.com That's great.
0: Cool. Well thanks so and much I for like your time. I'll look
1: at Twitter. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> look, you know, this time next year your social media presence is going to be off the charts. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been great. Great. Thanks so much, Jen.